Did you know that this podcast is a part of the Jayzo Modcast Podcast Network? Chances are, if you enjoy this show, you'll find other great podcasts on the network, too. The Jayzo Modcast Network offers you a choice of shows seven days a week, starting with Monday. Join Rebecca C. Lofgren, Aaron Illick, and David K. Montoya in Seeing Red. The trio dive deep down the rabbit hole each week with a combination of geek and weird news. Then on Tuesdays, join the boys from the Great White North, Mike Lutz, Rob Bellamy, and Jason Beckard in the movie Madhouse as they bring you everything Hollywood and more. On Wednesdays, Reaper Rick's Tree Frog Expose Cafe, where he crosses the line of limits as he gives us news that is unforgettable and personal views that you'll definitely remember as well. Spend Thursdays with Jim Bennett and Nick McKelvey as they join forces in American Fat Ass Podcast to talk about various topics from news, sports, to their personal lives, all the while with a humorous slant in an unapologetic fashion. Fridays, Rob Bellamy is joined with Mike Lutz as they jump in the Wayback Machine to explore the archives of the JZO Modcast to give you three hours of audio entertainment in Flashback Fridays. Saturdays, join JZO Modcast founder David K. Montoya as he explores the world for a single of Who's the Boss? Then Sundays, finish the week with What We Think with hosts S. Sadie Burbank and David K. Montoya as they tell us exactly what they think about pop culture, celebrities, and the world at large with a ton of vulgarity mixed in for good measure. The JZO Modcast Podcast Network. We've got what you want seven days a week for free. Listen to us on iTunes and Stitcher or like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And don't forget to check us out at jazelmon.com slash jazelmodcast. And now enjoy this free jazelmodcast show. Not what we know, because we don't know shit. What we think. <laughs> David K. Montoya, S.A. Burbank Podcast. We're at St. Burbank, David King, and Toya Podcast. The game plan, yeah. The, uh, the show. Don't make it up. Let's actually make some. And see, I came up with more. Not what we know, because we don't know shit. It's Sunday night, so let's find out what the fuck we think. I'm David K. Montoya. And I'm at St. Burbank. Wait, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce to you to my scene red brother and co-host, Mr. Aaron Illich. Uh, Sadie is off on yet another vacation, and I got so much stuff to talk about. I, I just had to podcast, and, and I think Aaron's going to bring a lot to the show this week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, of course, we'll talk about where, because we have a, a, a rule that we don't talk about where Sadie goes until she comes back. Yes. So we'll talk about where Sadie went next week when she returns, uh, but I'm sure that she has uh, many stories of adventure to tell us. Mm. I hope she does. I know she talks. <laughs> um, normally, each and every week, we, we always find out what you the listeners have to say, but this week, we are not doing email brand bag special. Um <laughs> What? <laughs> uh, I just think it caught me off guard. Oh, you've never heard of none of these, the name of the segments, have you? No, I haven't. The email brown bag special is we get emails every week. All around the world we get emails. And Sadie reads them and we talk about them for like 20 minutes to a half an hour. Okay. Um, but because the emails go straight to Sadie's email account, I don't get none of the emails that are sent there. So I don't have any emails to read. So we're just going to skip that segment this week. And we're going to... Now, go ahead. Let me just cut you off real fast. Yeah, go ahead. What I heard was something different. What did you hear? I heard emo brown butt special. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> what? Excuse me. Wait a second here. And ladies and gentlemen, this episode is powered by Monster Cigarettes and Painkillers. The... <laughs> <laughs> uh, just good times. We were, we were uh, 
just just to go on that. I, I was thinking about when we were in the car when we were talking about Cheech and Chong. Yes, uh, <laughs> yesterday. Hey, you wanna eat some of this blindfold? <laughs> oh man! Oh, it tastes horrible. It tastes like shit. That's because it is. <laughs> anyway, oh goodness. Um, but anyway, just to because just in case nobody listens to both shows, let me go ahead and introduce, give you an actual introduction. Um, Aaron Illich is my brother-in-law, married to my sister Rebecca. We do a show each and every week called Scene Red. It is on also Monday. on the Scene Network. Yes, on the Jason Podcast <laughs> Podcast Network. Um, and our thing is, we talk about weird news. We get geeky. And while I'm going to do my best to stay oriented to what the listeners of what we think expect from this show, you know, uh, the, the expect the unfucking expected. Let me tell but you. we may <laughs> veer off into some serious geekiness. So just to let you know. Okay, also, we get together each and every week and we find out what poor schmo, or as Sadie used to, or does like to call it, the semi-famous fucker who croaked, <laughs> I call this, except this segment, saying goodbye. Now, for Aaron, because Aaron's not used to this, we always find someone in Hollywood that croaks. And normally... Very rarely do we actually get a, a super famous person, mm -hmm. and so that's why we always see the semi-famous fucker who croaked. Yeah, but the actual segment is called "Saying Goodbye," and each and every week, somebody in Hollywood fucking dies. I, that does not surprise me whatsoever. To be honest with you. <laughs> um, and I know you may not know who this is. Her name is Elaine Stitch. She is. Uh, most renowned for her Broadway work, and um, well, she kicked out at 89 years old, which is unbelievable. Uh, let's see, this is coming from let's see, this is the New York Times. Yes, this is coming all the way from the New York Times. Uh, it says Aline Stitch, the brassy tart tongued Broadway actress and strong or singer who became a living living in. <laughs> that, that's the painkillers kicking in, kids. She died in Birmingham, Michigan in, at the age of 89. Um, what we do here is <clears throat> we'll look at some of her work. Now, though she was very, very famous on Broadway, she was also an actress. Yes. And one of the things that she did was she was actually up for the running are you familiar with the old show in the 80s called The Golden Girls? Yes, yes, I, I've actually seen it a few times. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, she was actually up for the lead, which um, it was B something who got the lead. Um, and in this video that I brought along with me, it's her, and she actually talks about how she lost the, the, the audition. Okay. Moving right along. A high-powered casting agent by the name of Joel Thurm in New York City thought I'd be a shoe-in for a part in a new CBS sitcom. I flew to L.A. My agent picked me up at the Bel Air Hotel. We had a couple of beers. My quota went on the job. And we drove into Hollywood. And I auditioned in a room full of CBS hotshots. And the writer. Oh, yes, the writer with a heavily sprayed Doris Day hairdo and an attitude. She didn't like me on sight, and I knew it. So I tried to win her over. Thank you so much for considering me for a part in your terrific script. And it was. It was a damn good script. But I want to be up front with you. Um, at first readings, I guess it's because I'm so nervous, like everybody else, I guess, but I have this tendency, and this was true, I have this tendency to... Um, when I get nervous like that, to kind of fool around with the dialogue just a little bit. Hopefully, says the writer, just the punctuation. <laughs> well, that's the way she was going to play it. Well, mm, maybe a little bit more than just the punctuation. Uh, for instance, here you've got the houseboy entering to set the bar up. And my line is, Ying, don't forget the hors d'oeuvres. Would it be okay if I said, Ying, don't forget the fucking hors d'oeuvres? <laughs> <laughs> and that's what cost her the spot for the Golden Girls. 
<clears throat> it's uh, you can go to YouTube and check it out. Her name is Elaine Stitch. E L A I N E S T R I T C H. Stitch. Stitch. She's English, so it's Stitch. Um, and you can go and put it in there and look for her audition. It's she's got some hysterical stuff. She does uh, a one person, or she did a one person show for quite a long time, and it's the whole thing is funny. I'm it, I'm not gonna lie. I have seen her before. I never knew what her name was. Uh huh. But I have seen her before, and I do remember her name. And I think don't copy me on this, but I think just from her voice. I think she's done a lot of voiceovers for shows, comedy show, shows, like that, because her voice sounds that familiar to me. Yeah, it, it does. Um, I.e. Family Guy, perhaps. Yeah. It does sound awfully like... Like the mom, right? Yes. Yes, actually, now that, now that you bring it up, it does sound a lot like the mom. Um, let's just go ahead and jump over to the IMDb page, and let's just take a peek. Of what her work is here. Oh, she was on Thirty Rock. Did you ever okay, watch Thirty yes, Rock? Yes. Okay, she Monster watched Monster in Law, Paranorman. Yes. Paradise, Life's a Bitch, Thirty Rock, Rock from the Sun. Okay, yes. yeah, yeah. I, I have seen her before. Then I just <laughs> I never knew what her name was. Law and Order. I used to watch a lot of that actually. Yes. Oz. I watched a few episodes of Oz. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Cosby still show. <laughs> yeah, Cadillac Man, I've seen. Head of the class. Yeah, that's that's my time frame in life here, kids. But anyway, she passed away at the unbelievable age of 89. So, Let me tell you, she was still rocking. She actually looked pretty damn good for her age. Well, yeah, she came out in those uh, net fish stockings. Yeah, I was like, ooh. <laughs> Girl, getting it on. So for Elaine Stitch, we say goodbye. Goodbye. All right, kids. Before I suck your blood. <laughs> Another thing that we do each and every week, it's called the helping hand. And normally, what happens is a celebrity or celebrities put aside their own ego and they do something good for us. You know, Joe Citizen, Joe Average, and so they don't have to pay taxes. Right. <laughs> and we don't have, you know, we we don't have nothing this week. Nobody did nothing good this week. So all the celebrities... Shame on you, motherfuckers. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So that means, kids, and I know this show, we're moving right along quickly here, but hopefully once we get into the content of things, uh, we'll we'll slow down a little bit. So we find out what those dumb fuck celebrities do each and every week, and we call this the Headline See how I slowed that down there? Mm-hmm. Now, <clears throat> this year, we actually, you and I, we watched WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. I-, I loved it, by the way. Despite some flaws that were going on at WrestleMania, it was still really good. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, it was it was very it was a phenomenal show, mm-hmm. and for Aaron and I, we we both know that it's scripted. We know that they know who's going to win and who's uh-huh. going to lose. <laughs> but we watch it as if it was like a TV show. Mm-hmm. You know? I watch it like it's a sitcom. Like, yes, yes, because like a it's drama, <laughs> a crime show and yes. shit. Find out what bad guy did what to what good guy and who's having an affair on who and whatnot. That actually leads me to. Uh, uh, the spoof that uh, South Park did of uh, WWE. I don't know if you've seen it or not, or if you want to look it up later, go ahead, because it's actually quite funny. Is it? Yeah, it's a full episode <clears throat> of uh, the kids in South Park doing their own wrestling thing. And uh, one of the kids goes, and they're like, Oh, yeah, let, let, let's go into wrestling. Yeah, let's go into wrestling, right? So they go into wrestling in the gym. And the gym teacher is starting to teach them how to wrestle. They're like, what the fuck, dude? This isn't how to wrestle. He's like, what do you know about wrestling? You know anything about wrestling? That shit on TV is not wrestling. And it, it's actually kind of funny because then they go on to make their own little WWE ring. Uh-huh. And like this, uh, this like rundown arena type thing. They have like a stand, and they, they have like their little ring and stuff like that, and then they go on, 
and they start talking about, oh, so-and-so fucked so-and-so, and, and they, mind you, they're like 10 years old. Right. So, like, so-and-so fucked so-and-so's girlfriend, and your brother's cheating on your mom, and shit like that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fucking hilarious. I actually quite enjoyed that. We'll have to check that out. Yeah. Sure. Uh, you know what? Since we're talking about wrestling, and then I'll jump into the topic, we have not publicly said this, but our, our good friend Mike Lutz from the movie Madhouse, he is mm-hmm. also a professional wrestler. And a few weeks ago, he won the uh, GWN World Heavyweight Champion. So, or championship rather. So, I wanted to congratulate Mike, Iron Mike, <laughs> for the the win. I mean, because anywhere, yeah, it's it's a it's a big win. To, you know, any kind of championship yeah. is a win. But especially when you are the top of your class, yes, and yeah. you're 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 the face of the company, you know that's that's something to pat yourself on the yeah. back about. So and, congratulations! And I've been uh, checking it out. <clears throat> They're a small promotion up in uh, Ontario, Canada. Mm. Actually, I want to live down there. No, on- Ontario, Canada. Yeah, you said there down. It's I mean, up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But uh, you can check out their stuff. They're, you can see that they're slowly forming and growing as a promotion. Uh, and you can go to Facebook. They don't even have a website right now, but they have a Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Um, go into the search engine of Facebook and put in the GWN Nation, and you'll find you know everything GWN. I'm really, I really dig it. It's I love their logo. Their logo, their logo is awesome, <laughs> and um, you know. My hat's off again to, to Iron. Ladies and gentlemen, the winner of this match and new GWN heavyweight champion of the world, Iron Mike Lutz. <laughs> How was that? That was pretty good, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that was actually pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so congratulations, Mike. Yeah. Um, okay, let's go ahead and jump into the show. The reason why I bring up wrestling is our first topic. Now, this is not a wrestling plot. This really legitimately happened. And this is former champion Daniel Bryant subdues a burglar with a submission. That's actually kind of funny. And you asked me about who Daniel Bryan was earlier. I have to laugh because now you know why I asked. Yeah. yeah. And I did not know that, you know, the Bella Twins? Yeah. He's married to Bree. That's his wife. Yeah, I, I just noticed that. I was like, wait a second. I was like, she looks familiar. Um, let's see. Let me just peek down here what it says real fast. It says, Daniel Bryant and his wife, uh, Bree, spoke about the incident during the press conference. And the wrestler said he sprung into action because he was worried about his dog, Josie, who was in the house. The wrestler star, the wrestling star says it wasn't difficult to subdue the, bu- or the burglar because the guy wasn't in great shape. However, he wouldn't say that the thief was rendered unconscious. Bryant also got incredibly emotional when talking about the bracelet his father gave him that the burglar attempted to steal. So let's go ahead and let's just check out this press conference. Um, I don't know how long it is because when I checked this page earlier, there was no press conference, so they just put this up. So let's go ahead and check out what he has to say. And then if if it's too long, we'll cut it. And then you guys can go to TMZ and check it out for yourselves. But this is what we're going to go with. WWE superstar Daniel Bryan is a total badass. Hey guys, Ryan here. So WWE superstar Daniel Bryan and his wife Brie Bella arrived to their home last night when they saw a burglar who was walking into their carport. Daniel Bryan instantly jumped up out of the car and chased the guy through the home, out the back door, met up with him down the street and locked him into a chokehold. He had him in a rear naked choke and held him there for five minutes until cops arrived. The other guy got away. Cops are still on the lookout for him, but the one they did catch was booked on burglary charges. To make things even crazier, the guy that Daniel Bryan locked into a submission hold was wanted on kidnapping charges. Who knows what dangerous stuff could have happened when he chased this guy down. Luckily, they didn't take anything from the house. We're told that Brie Bella uh, 
searched the house afterwards and found their dog, who is adorable. She also found uh, some wooden watches, and she found a bracelet that his recently deceased father had left for him when he passed away. So luckily it wasn't stolen, and now you know not to mess with Daniel Bryan because he will kick your ass. Yeah, so much for the press conference, but still, that, that yeah. kind of tells what you need to know. Yeah. And this guy, in fact, let me, let me, I'm going to download this page. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to download this picture right now because I want everybody to see this. This this guy is just pitiful. You know, it, it's one of those misconceptions that, Oh, wrestling's fake. But doesn't mean that the the wrestler is not a badass that can whip your ass. Yeah. I honestly <clears throat> everything that happens in wrestling is scripted but not choreographed. Right. That's what I will say. It is scripted but it's not choreographed. They do not practice this shit because sometimes they accidentally do punch them in the fucking head <laughs> or they kick him in the chest. Because, I mean, obviously you can tell, okay, during WrestleMania, they took up the steel stairs and they started right. hitting each other with them. Right. That's completely real. You can hear the... <laughs> from, the from the stairs hitting the body, obviously, you know. Yeah, you're going to get hit, it's going to hurt. Yeah. Just throw that out there. I'm not trying to defend the idols and shit. I'm defending what's true about it. You know right. Right. Well, that and this was nothing fake, you know. Some some dude was in his home. He's protecting his wife and his dog, and and you know that obviously, if there's something a bracelet that was left for um, his deceased father, you know that's something special that it, he you know that would really affect him on a personal level. Yeah, that's absolutely. <clears throat> okay, moving right along now. Aaron has been a fan of Kevin Smith, and I'm an Uber fan of Kevin Smith. Yeah, um, <laughs> Uber definitely. You know, I, I I enjoy all his movies and all of his work, but recently, um, you know, and I, I was proud to be part of that that movement on the the, the hashtag Walrus Yes movement. Um, I was actually fortunate enough to to be a part of that, and um, he went and he made the movie Tusk. Well, Kevin Smith has finally put out a, a release date for his movie, Tusk. And it is September 19th. And this comes from Variety Magazine. And it, it starts open with an actual tweet from Kevin himself. It says, let me tell you a story. Tusk the movie in theaters, 919. And then it says, trailer debuts at Comic-Con Town. And then it goes down into the actual... Uh, article and it talks about Justin Long, Michael Parks, Genesis Rodriguez, Haley Joel Osment, and and pretty much telling the whole story of the the inception of Tusk. Now, like I said, I follow the wrong long. I, I I'm one of the ones that you know hashtag Walrus. Yes, I was one of the ones that kind of egged them on to make this movie. And so I'm very familiar with it. I think Aaron's pretty familiar. Are you familiar with how it went down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you told me just a bit um, the other day, actually. And what it is, is um, essentially it's his version of an actual kind of like a, an old 1970s, 1980s type hammer horror film. And it's going to be very bloody, very gruesome. It's very non-Kevin Smith, you know, with the jokes and stuff. But this is supposed to be completely serious. And one of the things that I'm excited about, and I know that we've already watched it once off-air because I just had to show you before the show, but yeah. I'm actually going to give you a little taste of the trailer for Tusk. Always do sober what you do drunk. I'm going to teach you to keep your mouth shut. Hemingway said that. Yes, he did. And he said it to me. I don't want to 
want you to go to Canada tomorrow. It's for the podcast. It's what I do. I travel around and I interview weird or interesting people. So look out, you crazy Canucks. Wandering Wallace <laughs> takes a raunchy road trip up to the Great White North. Hello. I'm an old man who has enjoyed a long and storied life at sea. And after eons of oceanic adventure, I know I do not wish to spend my remaining years alone while I have such stories to share. How far is Bifrost from here? It's about two hours from here. It's about two hours away. I hate American guys. Good evening. It's nice to meet you. Could I interest you in some tea? So what happened after the boat sank? I was alone. And then something very swift and frightening moved by me. A walrus saved your life? The walrus is far more evolved than any man I've heard of. Present company included. Thank you. You're welcome. Would you? And I'm going to cut it right there because you guys, I, I wanted you to hear it, hear how dramatic the sound was. But I also want you to go and see the trailer. The trailer just just looks awesome. I really am excited for this movie. I enjoyed watching it actually. I just like I said when I when I watched it after. I mean, uh, what I said after I watched it actually. Um, I just I can't take Justin Long or the mustache seriously. And I think that's why they did it. To be honest with you, because he looks so <laughs> weird. Yeah. An unsuspecting man. It's like, whoa! <laughs> I just, I, what, what was that movie? Uh, uh, the movie where where he's trying to go into college and he doesn't get accepted in the college and he makes his own college. I just, I see him in that movie mm-hmm. and just looking at him with a mustache. Just does not match up to him. <laughs> um, <clears throat> my thing was Haley Joel Osment. You know, he, he that's the little boy from Six Sense. You know, the mm-hmm. one that was like, I see dead people. You know mm-hmm. that one. I see him in there too, and I see him with facial hair. And yeah, like, he's got uh, a beard uh, and shit. What? <laughs> so, but I am looking forward to it. It looks really good. It looks gruesome and gritty. And I'm really excited about this film. And now, a word from our sponsors. Before 1971, a young S. Sadie Burbank could only imagine a simple American life as a loving wife and mother. That was her goal when she first married in 1959 at the age of 18. But with the wild social revolution of the 1960s, Burbank's idea of a perfect life would quickly change as she left behind her family to begin a new existence of her own. Her journey would find her on a plane headed toward her new lover, Steve, who was halfway across the world, waiting her arrival in a small bush camp in the country of Liberia. Once there, Sadie is greeted with a fascinating, strange world and plunges herself into the exotic land of the bush. But less than six months later, Sadie would realize all was not as it seemed, and Steve was not the man she fell in love with. Burbank found herself desperately seeking escape from the camp and her lover as she raced back to Robertsfield Airport, literally running for her life. Based on an unbelievably true story by S. Sadie Burbank, Red Hills, Green Vines, and Dried Monkey Meat for Dinner is a manuscript of Burbank's adventurous and deadly experience during a time filled with sex, drugs, and murder. Now available in paperback and hardback. For more information, log into www.redhills.us. Are you looking for a new book, comic, or apparel from your favorite MythWorks or independent creators? Then you're in the right place. Introducing the all-new redesigned MythMart store. Now bigger, badder, better. Sign up and become a member and receive 10-50% to off on selected items. Get the all-new Terry D. Shearer's Bloody Hell t-shirt, or non-members can pick up one of our e-books for only $4.95. Or go into the past and relive the 90s with MythWorks Comics Classics for $3.99. The new MythMart. 
bigger, badder, better. Visit MythMart at www.mythworks.com slash MythMart or find us on Facebook for extra savings. Do you own a business or have an item you want to sling? Do you want a chance to reach potential customers? Do you want to make some extra cash? Then here's your chance. For $50, you can have a one to two minute commercial featured on each of our shows for an entire month. With six shows a week, that's only $2.09 per podcast. Plus, for an extra $10, your item will be placed into MythMart. So sit back and relax as they handle all stages of transactions. Contact our ad department at info at Okay, uh, let's go ahead and move to the next topic. Let's see what we got here, kids. Ah, oh, goodness. How do I bring this up? <clears throat> I don't... She's not famous, okay? The only thing that she's famous for, this person, this next person, is that it showed her and a rapper having butt sex, okay? And that's what launched her career. And obviously I'm talking about sex tape star Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian, she came out with a mobile app a few weeks ago. And it's, let's see, how do I say this? It, it more than meets the eye. Oh my God. <laughs> it was an app and you go, oh, oh, I actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. It's called Kim Kardashian Hollywood. And she goes around and she buys, you know, she she shops and she's on the red carpet. And she's like this and she's like, oh my god. And, and you know, I'm so sassy and I'm so sassy. Because I just, oh my god, I'm so sassy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this man. <laughs> so, when I saw it, and, and Sadie and I, we talked about it a few weeks back. And I'm like, you know, please. That, who gives two shits about this and Kim Kardashian? Okay? I was wrong. I was so wrong. Because there, it appears that there is several thousands, if not millions of people that is obsessed with Kim Kardashian. Because Kim Kardashian's first video game is on its way to becoming number one at the Apple App Store. What the fuck? <laughs> Maybe it's that stupid. Um, and and what it is, is is like you can't go. I mean, you can download the game for free, but if you go on a, a spending spree, right, and you spend a thousand dollars, it. It costs you one dollar, one actual physical dollar, to buy non-existent shit. Now, I know you know people that know me probably think the same thing. Well, you're buying you know comic books that are non-existent, but and no, you can't have them physically, so it's a microtransaction. Right? No, not in this case. <laughs> but this, this is you buy your character, your Kim Kardashian character. A pair of fucking shoes, the $3,000, but it cost you $3 actual. It actually cost you money, right? Yeah. <clears throat> and then once she has her shoes, she prances around with her little red shoes, and that's it. Okay? I spend $3, I read a comic book, but it's in the cloud, so I can refer to it anytime. I, not only... Is it something that stimulates the brain with the art, you know, the art, but you also get, you exercise your brain muscle in literary sense because you get smarter. Yes. Not with this fucking game. This game, I'm not get, I kick fucking hard ass, I take it in the ass. Oh, 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 I'm lit. Oh, I'm lit. You know, I hate that shit. <laughs> anyway, uh. they're saying off this fucking game, 
she's expected to make $200 million off of this stupid fucking game. It's just like, oh my god, I, why? If, if, uh, I don't, I'm not even going to say that because that, that, that would be a flame starter, but, uh, all I can say is, if Kanye West ever dies and he comes back in three days, <laughs> she must be playing devil's advocate. Yeah, really. That's Jesus Christ. Yep. Jesus Christ in the handbasket. Yes. Now, I get Angry Birds, okay? I get that. Because it's a game. You have an object of the game. You have a way to win the game. I get that. Okay? I get Sex Porn Live app. I get that, too. <laughs> Chat now. <laughs> yes! I get it! I get the idea! Okay? I get just about everything. But this does not make no sense to me. You walk around and you buy shit. With real money. With real money. Why? Why? I mean, just... It, to me, it really does. It makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah, it, it baffles my mind as well. Because nobody wants to play a game, and to play the game, you have to buy the game. It's just, that defeats the whole purpose. Right. And that, and... To me, the people I know, personally, don't want to be Kim Kardashian. No. But, obviously, there is people that want to be Kim Kardashian. Which leads me into my next subject. People want to be Kim Kardashian so bad, that they actually spend... Now, there's this chick in the UK. Her name is Claire Leeson. She has spent, so far, $30,000 to look like Kim Kardashian. <laughs> what a waste of money. And this comes from our good friends over at the Huffington Post. You gotta love the Huff Post. They, they give us some good shit. Especially for our other show, Seeing Red, Plum, Plum, Plum. <laughs> so this chick Claire Leeson she spends $30,000 this is her she, now she I can see it I can see yes yeah, she does kind of look like Kim Kardashian from half of the face <laughs> where's the other half of the face it's the, a full shot you know obviously she got the, the big boobs. Anyway, Essex, England, resident revealed she spent estimated $30,000 on breast implants, hair extensions, spray tans, makeup, clothing. The 33-year-old star appearing on ITV's This Morning, on July 14th, Leeson explains that the extreme measures she has taken to look more like Kim Kardashian were done in an attempt to gain self-confidence after being bullied as a teen. Now, she's 33 years old. Okay. The teens was long ago. Exactly. That's like half of her life ago. Get over it. You know, uh, to me, it's more like, oh, I want to be Kim Kim. She's not, yeah. Kim, she's not Kim Kardashian, so she can't. I can't. I'll be a thick She's anyway. fat on top of that. Wait a second here. Ugh. Um. Anyway, it says Wait. that she she has a fake butt. She's like got a, a butt strap on kind of thing. <laughs> but she is going to have when she gets the money, she's going to have a butt implant. And one of the things that caught my attention on this article was that. A lot of people are giving her shit because she's like, well, I maxed out all my credit cards and I don't know how to pay them. And they're like, well, if you're going to have more surgeries, how are you going to pay off the credit cards? And she's like, uh, I don't know, but uh, I, I will I will somehow pay them off and I will have more surgery. So, you know, instead of being your own person, she's dropping all this money. And, and for me, I mean... I don't know. I, I don't know if it's because she looks so fucking fake. I'm talking about the real Kim Kardashian. Yeah. But she, it doesn't work for me. Mm -mm. Okay? Not it, at it, all. I just... 
I don't know. That's Maybe how it's a lot of celebrities she's so now, fucking yeah. stupid. I don't. I don't know. But <laughs> I do not find her remotely attractive. No, at all. And mm-hmm. again, I don't know what it is, but it's just something that I don't find pleasing. <clears throat> I don't. I. Uh, I don't just mainstream actors and celebrities, quote unquote celebrities. Uh, they all, for whatever reason, they all have the same look about them. You know what they do? They get professionals to airbrush their face. You know why? Hmm. Because of all the years they've had makeup on, they get acne. Because of all that shit filling up your pores. Right. Of trying to look good. Right. And now they have professionals to do that to make you look flawless. And then I bet in bed, they take a fucking shower, and then the truth comes out. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, ah! Running out the door. Um, speaking of which, do you know Fer- Farah Abraham? Do you know who she is? I've heard of her. Okay, let me give you the backstory. Farah Abraham was on MTV's Teen Mom 2. Okay? Okay, okay, okay. I understand now. She got pregnant at 15. Her boyfriend died. She had the little boy, or little girl. And she became famous. Then she came out with a porn tape. And it was called Farrah Abraham's Backdoor Teen Mom. It's pretty much her getting, having anal sex. Okay? Ooh, exotic. And then she came <laughs> out with Farrah Abraham's Sex Toys. Which they, they made... Oh, uh, God. They made... <clears throat> I'm trying to think. They made a plaster for vagina and her anus. Yeah, I, and I heard about the that. The boobs and stuff. Then she came out and said, "Well, I was raped on the the vivid set while I was making this porn. I was raped." Okay. Then she comes out with a book that is loosely based on her her experience, you know, being a teen mom growing up, you know, going in the porn industry. So now she's written three books that are just look horrible. Now, after all that, kids, after all of that, she has come out and said, the article, Farrah Abraham is trading in the porn life to become a Christian actress. (sighs) (sighs) I just don't understand these people. I really don't. Yes, that's very Christianly right there. Mm, yeah, get it. <laughs> no. Ugh. Strap a cross on it. <laughs> For real. Um, this comes from uh, PerezHilton.com. It says, well, this has to be one of the strangest career moves since, well, ever. Since releasing her sex tape and earning the title Backdoor Teen Mom, Farrah Abraham's career has taken some interesting twists and turns. And she has essentially gone from a reality starlet. 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 She has become a reality starlet to a published author. For the most part, she's stuck with writing what she knows about. And it seems to have a knack for erotica. However, she recently turned heads when she said she would be releasing a Christian book on parenting. Well, apparently, her inspiration from the big guy upstairs doesn't stop her there, as she now says she is looking to get into acting. But she's only looking for a wholesome roles, she's revealed. I will be acting in two movies. I'm kind of staying closer to the roles that are Christian-based. Wow. We're guessing she had to cut off a little, or cut out a lot of demo reel from landing this gig. And, I don't know, she just, she's another fucking stupid one. I don't think there are very many Christian roles in Hollywood, to <laughs> be honest with you. Even Teen Mom's not Christian. Oh, God, no. So. No pun intended. Yeah. So, it, it's it's just one of those things where it's. No, it's, 
It's too late. Mm-hmm. She's already... She's a close second to being this, uh, as stupid as Kim Kardashian. She got she got famous because she got pregnant young. And she got MTV and people followed her and this and that and whatever. I just don't understand the concept of being famous for nothing. Well, when you got money and you have a backstory, then you got a backdoor. Mm, mm, door. <laughs> mm, mm, put that shit on the internet. Then you get famous yet. Now you got more money. More money. And now she is a Christian actress. And, 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 there's nothing else. You know, the thing, <laughs> and that's another thing. Okay. She, she said she's putting out a Christian book about parenting. <laughs> She is the worst parent, okay? <laughs> you know what she did to her daughter, like, last year? No. Her daughter was asleep, okay? Her daughter's, like, five, I think. Okay? She decides that her daughter's eyebrows were too bushy. So while she, the daughter was asleep... Is this the one that tried to wax her... Yes! While, uh, yes! Oh that is God. the same... Same person. She's She's fucking ignorant. She's a horrible parent. This is why you do not give stupid, ignorant people money. Give it to people that know what is up. True. People that understand things and comprehend things with moral value deserve money over these retarded fucking people that just want... Okay, this is what they do. Smart people take dumb people, give them shit money, Take the good money for themselves because uh -huh. they're so stupid they don't realize what they're getting. They're like, "Ooh, free money, whatever." Right, right. And then they make a star out of them. Turns out after that shit, they get even more famous. And then they're like, "Wow, we could have invested so much more money into this and got more money, so much more money back." Um, here's a question for you, Bobby Brown. Are you familiar with Bobby Brown in the new edition? I know it's kind of '80s. But are you familiar with him? I know who Bobby Brown is, yes. Well, Bobby Brown and his new edition, you know, because him, it, it was a boy band, right? Yes. And obviously he's like 40, I think he's like 45, 46, somewhere around there. So he's nowhere near quote unquote boy band level. No, you know, that's like boys to men over there. Right. Or new kids on the block. Right. Um, at this week, he threw in the, the, the towel. He's like, I'm done. No more music. Um, <laughs> and that's him. Bobby Brown. And Bobby, Bobby Brown has decided he just can't keep up with the boys because TMZ has learned that he now <laughs> quit the new edition four for medical reasons. There's your medical reason. He's, he's really overweight. He's really fucking fat, right? Yeah. Now, here's the thing. And I'm going to play this for you. He was on stage, right? They're all like, you know, doing their their music and they're dancing, dancing and moving and shit. Right in the middle of dancing, he's like, "Fuck this!" and walks off stage. He's like, "I'm done. I'm too fat. I can't deal with this." <laughs> uh. So, and yes, somebody, of course, because of the miracle of YouTube, YouTube, and you know, everybody and their brother having. Uh, Smartphones. Yes. It was all <laughs> caught on camera. There's Bobby.
probably waiting for him. They're like, where, where, <laughs> they're like, where'd where he the, go? The, <laughs> they're climbing in your window. They're snatching him up. Oh. <laughs> so literally, he's it's like <laughs> number Over one. There, huffing and puffing, you can tell. <laughs> Fat boy on a diet. Don't try it. Oh. He's like, fuck, I should have came to like rehearsals or something. Because he was out of step, for one. Yeah. And... Which kind of made them look bad because now I'm thinking about it because his voice was still there, but he was off stage. Yeah, you know, so it's obviously like, they're you're like, "What the fuck, Phantom Bobby Brown? <laughs> what the hell?" So they, I guess they shouldn't have been lip sync, lip, lip singing, yeah. So yeah, he's like, "I'm too fat, I'm too old, I'm gone." He should uh, actually. I think he enjoys his lifestyle too much. Too is what it is, too yeah. Because I'm thinking. Shit, if we had that fucking kind of money, man, we'd have, like, personal trainers and dietitians, and we'd be all buffed and ripped and shit. We didn't have to worry about that stuff. We'd go out, you know, have our little morning or late night workout, and then come back, you know, hit a smoothie, you know, kick back, relax, do a podcast, get up in the morning, do the same thing, come back, you know. For sure, for sure. And just, I don't, I just, I can't. I don't, I just. Okay, and this is a quote from Bobby Brown. Actually, you know what? Why don't you read that for me in your best Bobby Brown voice? I apologize to the fans of the new edition. I really wanted to be with my brothers, but I presently am unable to give the fans what they typically expect from the new edition. Damn, you did that good. <laughs> you nailed it. <laughs> Thank you, Bobby. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Off air, I was just, I, I was talking about, you know, this, the Bobby Brown and, and just all of the old boy bands, like NSYNC, you know, people going solo and shit like that, Boys to Men, uh, New Kids on the Block. It's just, I, I grew up when, you know, they were still popular. Right. In in the nineties, that shit was still popping like it was nineteen eighty two. And then NSYNC came out, and that just like took off with the Backstreet Boys, and it turned into white boy boy bands everywhere. Yes. So, <clears throat> all right, we're gonna jump to our next subject. One of my favorite people that I love to hate, kids. And if you listen to this show at any point in time, doesn't matter what episode. We all know it's Justin Bieber. And Justin Bieber, who... Are you familiar with this, Aaron? He found Jesus. He found Jesus about two, three weeks ago. (laughs) I tried not to laugh so hard in the mic because I know how it'll come through. (laughs) Okay. Yes, he found Jesus. I found Jesus! And... He, he obviously, with him finding Jesus, he found. Um, I'm surprised a cross doesn't burn a freaking scolding mark in his hand. Oh, shit. What's her name? The. Um, she was on Wizards of Waverly Place. Selena Gomez. Yes. Him finding Jesus. He found Jesus, and he it led him to straight to find Selena Gomez's vagina because he found. You know, she came back to him after he found Jesus. Oh, my God. Well, unfortunately for Justin, Jesus, maybe he had a business trip or he had an arrangement. He had to to go and maybe do a promotion for his next upcoming arrival. I don't know. (laughs) But unfortunately, Jesus had to leave for the week. So Justin went back to his general douchebaggery. And people are saying that he must been... be a Baptist. Why is that? <laughs> because from from my experience, uh, people that are Baptists, God and Jesus are only there when they expect them to be there. Uh, well, for Justin, that's just my experience. He decided well <laughs> because everybody figured well if you couldn't find Jesus, the next best option would be going to for Jesus. <laughs> but I guess Jesus is still busy being, you know, tormented with his kid, or as you know, the the the, the reports call Northwest. They call mm-hmm. it a fucking prop. 
or you know his his pathetic wife. Anyway, so he was busy with that. So he went to the next best person that he could find to uplift him spiritually and emotionally, and that was the woman beater, Chris Brown. And I'm sure you're familiar with Chris Brown. Oh, I am. Yes, he's been hanging out with Chris Brown. Now, what a what a big jump here for uh, Justin to go from. Yes, that was. Great. <laughs> From Justin to hanging out with Jesus to now Chris Brown. So according to TMZ, it says Justin Bieber and Chris Brown party hard together in L.A. Worst match ever. Now, uh, there's the picture of Justin. <laughs> it almost looks fake. The BFF alerts. Now, I have a better one. I'll, I'll bust this one out in a minute. My Mine's better. Uh, let's see. But yes, him and... Uh, while woman beater Chris Brown are, are hanging out, like I said, you know, not quite a, a supple replacement for Jesus, but hey, whatever. And uh, you know, Chris is like, "Fuck you," and Justin's like, "West Side." Now, is that like <laughs> West West Side Canada or West Side Ontario? What you know, what West Side what? <clears throat> so people are like. They give up on. I just want to know who the creepy white guy is in between both of them. <laughs> the dude's face is half white, half red. Maybe he was wearing a hat and they were outside all day. He's like, I'm hoping Justin lets me put it in his butt. <laughs> if I give him enough money and promise him another record, maybe I can put it in his butt. <laughs> yes, I'll put it in his butt. Precious. <laughs> My precious, <laughs> come here, Justin. <laughs> I'll give you another record deal. <laughs> and this chick over here, she's like, "What am I doing here? Where am I? Who am I?" That guy looks like he, he's trying to have a gun in his hand. The guy that's up, that's up at the top. Yeah, this guy. He's like, Ugh. oh wait, I'm, I'm not holding a nine millimeter. Wait a second. Uh, anyway, I'll just uh, I'll put my hand out here. Jedi mind tricks. <laughs> oh my god. So yeah, he's he's been hanging out with uh, woman beater, and uh, he's <clears throat> now Justin is a, is a, a different type of douchebag. Okay. Mm -hmm. Very well said. But with this guy, Chris Brown, he just, it's, his douchebaggery is just, I don't know how to explain it. He's trashy. He's one of those type of people, he's not talented. If you've ever listened to his music, he cannot fucking sing, for one. No. But he's got millions and millions of dollars. He's just a young face, that's all. Ugh. So anyway, with Justin, Justin's like, you know, he, he had to rebound from this. He's like, you know, it was just one night out. I just had to get away. I'm swag, yo. And, uh, you know. Yolo swag. And, uh, I, I'm, I'm working on my music. You know, my, my music is... And listen to Justin. Listen I, to a video. Listen to I'm working on my music. And, uh, His balls haven't dropped yet. I know he's like my age now, too. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm at home, and I'm working on my music, and I'm being creative, and I love my fans, and so I'm going to take a picture of myself working hard in my house on my music on my laptop. And so he Instagrammed this picture. He's, he's working hard on his, on his music. He's, he's in his room. He's like, you know, he's trying to make his music sound better got some nice headphones and shit. But our good friends on the internet, the eagle eyes that they are, they're like, there's something wrong here with this. And I'm going to show you what something wrong is. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. His headphones are not even plugged into his laptop. Which, for the record, is the same exact laptop that I'm using. Just, just to throw that out there. 
But yes, so he he's not even working on his fucking music for one. I mean, and two, oh, oh, I know. I'm gonna take these headphones. I'm gonna put them on because it makes me look swag, yo. And I'm you going over there and you take a picture of me and I'm gonna say I'm working hard on my music. But I'm too fucking stupid to plug in the headphones. <laughs> even producers, legitimate producers, uh huh, they have their headphones plugged in. And they have another sound system with speakers. Yes. So, I've actually talked to quite a few producers in my time. Mainly Monster Cat producers. If anybody wants to go to YouTube and check out Monster Cat Media, go for it. Um, Now, the reason I bring this up is because your music. When I think of music, I actually think of Aaron Dillage. And I know you're passionate. You love music. Seeing shit like that. What, what that is, yes what? that makes me mad like sling blade mad or Hannibal <laughs> I can go Hannibal status on his ass just legitimate I could uh I don't know just I can tell by the way one he's not making music whatsoever he has his hands on the arrow keys if you look. Closely, he has his hands on the arrow keys. Yeah, right there. He's typing. He's typing something in, but his <laughs> his fingers are on the arrow keys. Right. Now, if you keep in mind, this is a Toshiba. If you want to look it up, look at the picture of it, and then match it up to the computer. There you go. Second of all, your hands aren't even over there if you're producing anything whatsoever. Plus, on top of the headphones not being plugged in, he has an Ethernet cable, not an Ethernet, but a USB cable plugged into the side. Oh, right here. Yes. Yes. Number one, he's probably charging his phone. (laughs) (laughs) Number two, if he was producing music, he would have a keyboard in front of him or to the side of him a legitimate keyboard, not a computer keyboard. Right. Might add. Um, he could also have uh, another keyboard, a computer keyboard. Right, right. With that. So he's not <laughs> he's not working on his music here. I just... He's probably looking at porn. Maybe. <laughs> or he's on Instagram himself. Yeah. Because you can go on Instagram on computers now. That or he's, he's cleverly putting his hand over. I think this is Selena Gomez. Gomez naked right here. Maybe. He's trying to cover up the picture. He got a sticker made of it. Uh-huh. So every time he opens his laptop, he's like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fucking beaver, man. Oh, oh, oh. Yes. I forgot to add, if anybody else notices, too, because of uh, how, quote-unquote, buff he's gotten lately, uh-huh. I think he's been taking steroids. Bieber has? Yes. I think... He's been taking steroids. That's just me. I mean, he could be working out, but, you know, at the same time, somebody that goes and parties every day, all day, and travels every day, all day, doesn't have time to work out. Like, legitimate workouts. I don't know, dude. His uh, his arms look like as big as my wrist. Oh, that's... That must be an old picture. You think so? Now, I see... Okay, now... Okay, okay, okay. I see a keyboard... In the background, now that he's zoomed out a little bit. Oh, There's a keyboard in the background. Right here, yeah. But it's not plugged in. <laughs> no. And the keyboard would be in front of him, if that was the case. And what is this? That's his cell phone, I think. That's what it looks like, a cell phone. What the fuck is that? <clears throat> oh... You guys, you, you go and look at this picture and email me and tell me what that is. because It's that uh, orange, foamy-looking thing. I'm not sure. It says something, but I can't make up the writing. Can you? Mm-mm. No. It looks like it says... Let's see if we... Square something. Let's see if we can flip it and pull it up that way. Or sounds. It says sounds... For sounds for something. 
that doesn't help any. Nope. But yeah, you guys tell me what it is. Maybe it's an external hard drive. You guys let me it know. It could be. It, it very well could be. Maybe that's what he has plugged in because those kind of uh, USB cables do plug into serious uh, uh, external hard drives. I was going to say, maybe he's listening to his music, but his headphones are plugged into the goddamn laptop, so he's not listening to his music. Nor is he making it. <laughs> anyway, that's our breakdown of the Justin Bieber attempting to create fake music. Yes. All right, kids, <laughs> I've got one more for you. One more Justin Bieber. And it's not him being a douchebag. In fact, it's, it's a story of liberation. It's a story that will make me laugh. See, after he went to L.A. and party hard with woman beater Chris Brown, and then after he took a picture of himself pretending to make music, he had to get away from the stress of life. So he went to, I think it was, um, what's the Hillshides by Hollywood? I can't think of what it's called. No clue. But him and his friends <laughs> go cliff diving. And, well, Justin, uh, he's not too good at cliff diving. In fact, there's Justin. He's got a wetsuit on, really? Hit <laughs> <laughs> <In> his head. <laughs> ah, oh, that was good. Let's go ahead and blow that up and play it again. Let's go ahead. Right out. <laughs> now, before I play, hit play again. He goes around L.A. He he even goes to fucking Canada without a shirt. But it's like ninety degrees, and this in L.A. Wearing and you know, a fucking <laughs> he's wearing a wetsuit. Okay, let's watch it again. Here we go. Oh my god, he's got a girl. <gasps> he said, "Oh my god," and they're like, "Oh my god, did he die?" Unfortunately, he did not die. Yeah. Ah, sad face. Yes, that was good. One more time. One more time. There we go. Ready? And... Oh, my God. Whoa. Whoa. You can hear he hit his head on the rock. Yeah, boom. here. <laughs> what if he needs stitches, man? That's 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 a thing that'll kill me inside just from laughing. It's a hollow head, so he's good. To I hear, you hear the echo in the background. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, shit. That was good. All right, kids. Well, before I wrap up, I want to say thank you to Aaron for coming in and filling in for Sadie this week. I really enjoyed having you. I was just... Like I said, I tried to go with a little bit more fun stuff and yeah. stuff that I knew that you could relate to. Um... You can catch Aaron, myself, and Rebecca, uh, which is my sister, his wife, on Scene Reds on Monday, right here on the Jay's Old Modcast Podcast Network. Um, but for this week, I am David K. Montoya. And I'm City Bourbon. <laughs> I'm Aaron Illich. And you heard what we think, and now you know. Good night! Not what we know, because we don't know shit. What we think. <laughs> David K. Montoya as Sadie Burbank Podcast. Or as Sadie Burbank, David K. Montoya Podcast. The game plan, yeah. The, uh, the show. Don't make it up. Let's actually make some. And see, I came up with more. Not what we know, because we don't know shit.